0: Five, six, five,
1: four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Commit flip. Off.
2: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes here on this Friday afternoon here in Jacksonville, Florida. I've had the unique privilege over the last few weeks with uh, Doug's mother's health. You know going down and her eventual passing to have a few good SWAT brothers in studio with me over the last few weeks and none better than Craig Henderson here with me this afternoon. Welcome brother. Yeah. It's not a new seat for you but it's uh first new time for with you. Us. That's yeah. right yeah thank you say. very
1: much Brad. I look forward to it. This has always been an enjoyable opportunity for me to to join in and sit in this seat and uh just love what we do and the the next hour together and talk about god's word
2: amen you know I, I gotta tell you so um for for those of us who are daily on the radio which you know wasn't part of my plan seven years ago when, before <laughs> doug and i started this but uh, we've had some guys in studio who have really good radio voices and uh, you're one of those guys. I mean, I'm listening to you. Go, man! You got a great radio voice. And I'm, I'm, I'm just confessing. You know, it says confess your sins to one another. I'm a little jealous of this great radio voice you have over there. Yes, and,
1: uh, some people would say I have a face for radio.
2: Well, <laughs> well, that's true of me, and anybody who has seen me knows that's true. In fact, you and I were just talking before we came on the air. We we've had a lot of people try to say, "Hey, you, you guys need to, you guys need to take the podcast to a what do they call it a, a vlog or whatever and uh i'm thinking yeah that's the last thing we need to do is be on the video uh, we're we're bad enough just uh, our voices but uh, you definitely don't want to see us
1: yeah don't want to see us scrambling as we do in the studio between between times we're on <laughs> on, on on vocal oh
2: exactly exactly but yeah good to, you know it's interesting i was just thinking as i was driving here I, I showed up in the, in the lobby downstairs. Beverly said, you've been here for 30 minutes. I probably would have just turned the mic over to you, let you, uh, <laughs> let you lead us today. But, uh, you know, I don't really, uh, we, we know of each other, I think, you know, in, yeah. in light of SWAT and the ministry of SWAT, but, I don't personally know you that well, yeah. that's right. And so, can, can you just kind of... and I know our listeners may have heard you. I think oftentimes, so maybe this is just for my benefit, sure. But sure. I'm kind of interested to learn a little bit about more about you. I was uh, I even asked you. I said, "Hey, what's what's up in the news today?" Well, we have one thing in common. We don't listen to a lot of news. Yeah, I don't. Like you've, right. you've already you've already kind of landed a few podcasts that's... on me today. So, <laughs> I am a. Uh, it, Full confession, I am a podcast junkie. And, uh, you know, so we've got that in common. We've got the fact that we're not super news junkies either. Yeah, that's Um, right. I don't know. It seems like a couple of years ago, maybe it was after the election and not because, you know, my my candidate didn't win, but just because I I realized, man, I can spend a lot of time listening to the news. And I'm not, listen, I'm not saying we shouldn't be aware of what's going on in the world, but listen, I, I know my own heart. It, it is uh, deceitfully wicked, and uh, I, I can get so worked up over what's happening in the world.
1: I, I found that was the case for me. I, I found myself getting worked up and anxious and worried, and and frankly, drawn my and real. I just had came this realization: like this is this is not part of what I'm going to control. God's God's got this in His plan, <clears throat> and I spend my time worrying or anxious about oh this or that, and it's all minutia in yeah. relationship to eternity. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, okay, I, I got to give that up.
2: I think it's helpful. I, I know Doug and I have talked at length about, you know, the importance of being up on what is going on. True, true. Um, but, you know, we we live in a 24-hour news cycle where it's just, and it's not one station. It's, there are hundreds and hundreds of news stations that are 24-7. Yeah. Uh, listen, we don't need that much. And and I know we're in a capitalistic society. Good for them, you know. <laughs> But I don't need it all. I need about ten minutes yeah. every day, just to get caught up on what's happening in the world, and uh, you know that that's the way it is. But yeah, yeah. so so I want some I want you some download a little, of little, of you,
1: little uh, Craig Henderson yes, background. Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean I was uh, I I was born in nineteen fifty five in Pensacola, Florida. I grew up in Tallahassee, um, God's country to those who know where that is. Uh, met the woman who uh, eventually became my wife. At the end of my freshman year, chased her for two years. So at she finally, where? At Fresh- Florida State. Okay, Florida well, I State. figured
2: Tallahassee. You know.
1: Chased her for two years until so she finally agreed to marry me. <laughs> we got we, married. We have
2: something else in common, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we way out married our punt coverage, oh, as they say. Definitely.
1: Uh, got married, and um, we had, uh, we've had two children. Um, my oldest daughter, Amy, God bless her, born in 1980. She's the person that made me a father. She lives in Atlanta now. She is married with uh, to a great guy with uh, three lovely daughters that are 13, 11, and 9. And then uh, our second daughter, Kelly, um, who frankly probably is the blessing of our life, um, married a great guy. And to uh, probably my surprise for sure, if not uh, my wife's as well, uh, about six years ago decided to buy the house next door to us. No way. And so our her two children, oldest son and of, of is 12 and daughter 11, are our next-door neighbors.
0: Wow.
2: Well, let me just stop you there because uh, that would be uh, – I, I mean, listen, for our listeners, just listen to that. Can you imagine your, one of your children moving next door? Listen, I would be overjoyed by oh,
1: that. Oh, it's God's gift to I, me.
2: I just I think it's a great uh, statement to know that your daughter wanted to move next door. Now, were there some fringe benefits there that you guys might come over and help? You
1: know, they, they, I mean, they'll ask us occasionally, but not that much. Um, it's, I mean, they're very respectful of our time. We don't drop in on theirs and stuff. It's, I mean, it's, we just have a really good relationship and it's an adult, adult relationship. Um, my wife and I moved to Jacksonville in 1983 and joined what back then was a little church in Mandarin, uh, and, uh, got involved. I really had my... Was that CFC or was it... No, it's there, a Mandarin it? Presbyterian. Mandarin Press. okay, yeah. Been there... We're going to be there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> been there, for, gosh, it's hard to imagine. It's been 40, 40 years there. Wow. I know, I'm a... <laughs> it makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah. H- had my had my real... I grew up in the church, so I was really good at playing church. My parents were involved. Since I went all the time, I knew all the right things to of say course. and stuff. Yeah. You know, but it turns out it was in 1989 that... Um, they had what's called what's called a lay renewal, and it's where people from outside came in and just told their stories, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and the reality of God in their lives, and, and we were talking earlier just about the truth of a relationship, yeah. that was, and it was one of those things I just like, oh my gosh, <clears> that's, I've been living one foot on the dock, yeah. one foot in the boat, mm. uh, all my life, you know, knowing the right things to say when I'm on the dock, and and the wrong and the things to stay away from if I'm in the <laughs> boat, kind of thing, and so. Uh, <clears throat> i it's one of the things, the way that process worked is at the end of, uh, on Sunday evening, the, the team had already gone and the, and everybody gathered together that was part of the community there and had a chance to get up and share what, uh, what the weekend meant to them. Mm-hmm. And I still remember. I mean, it was, uh, I got up and told people that were my friends and everything. I said, I may look the same on the outside. I am different. I am not the same person <coughs> that I was on Thursday. Mm. And here is Sunday. And mm. that was my... My my all in moment, I think, with God.
2: Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. So you've been in Florida your entire life.
1: I have never lived north of here. That's exactly that's right. Amazing. That's a, <laughs>
2: that's another gift for well, sure. <laughs> yeah i i was uh, I was listening to you speak about your daughters, and uh, yeah, I've got three daughters, two sons. I've got a uh, so how many years you've been married now?
1: Forty five.
2: Forty five. Man. I mean, I say congratulations. <laughs> to God be the glory, right? Oh, amen. She is uh, amazing. <clears throat> that she is, is an amazing oh, man, person. this is amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you can look at somebody and go, that just seems like a great guy. I've, I've kind of said that about you. I guess kind of just seems like a great guy. Well, now, I'm right. I'm right. I, I, and validate that reality Good, I'll, I'll give you my wife's <clears throat> phone number shortly yeah you can call her after yeah. the show well you've probably heard my story <laughs> but that you know i have i have two kids that live here in town both are married uh we have eight grandchildren in town which is like it's the greatest oh, i mean awesome. it really yeah. is, is the greatest and uh yeah so and then i've got two uh one married child lives in nashville i've got one married and lives in new york city and uh and then my last one which I was out last week uh we were out in out in uh, excuse me out in my home state of Texas uh she is a senior in college and graduating in May wow and we're we're kind of expecting a wedding here in the next 12 months so um, so i nice. don't know you know i mean i don't know what it says that we're going to have all five of our kids married off but uh well, that's that, a good thing. Well, and you said, you know, it's an adult adult relationship. Oh yeah. You know, I yeah. think of all the years, and I'm sure you were the same way. The, the the hours and the time you poured into those children, and not only do we get the blessing of grandchildren, we get the blessing of a relationship with our children that is really an adult relationship.
1: Yeah, it is so true that I mean, when they become when they become you know the married and adults, I mean, it really is to. Honor them in their roles, support them in their as they're going through, pray, and pray for them. Pray for them all oh, the time.
2: Oh, so good. Well, I, no. one of the reasons I kind of wanted to do that, I, I think people are catching on that Fridays uh, here in at SWAT Radio is a little different than our typical Monday through Wednesday. As you know, uh, Thursdays are a um, you know a guest Thursday, and Fridays we just decided. Doug, well, I should say Doug decided. Hey, would you be willing to take Fridays and just work through the passage with someone, as if you were discipling them? And I said, "Well, that's easy. I'm not saying it doesn't create some, <laughs> you know, doesn't require some work and some some discipline. But you and I, just like all the guys who attend SWAT Bible studies, are familiar with the text that we're working through. But one of the reasons I wanted you to kind of share your testimony is that's one of the first things I do when I meet with a guy. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the first time I'm meeting with him or the 20th time I'm meeting with I kind of want him to share... His testimony. Now, you just gave a testimony of over 40 years, but we have testimonies every day. Absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. And so that's kind of why I wanted to bring that out, but it's good to kind of connect with yeah. you on that level. I need to hang out with you a little bit more, I think. That'd but, be great. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're glad you have tuned in today at SWAT Radio. If you want to call, we are uh, totally open to having you uh, join the conversation. The number's 844-777-7928. Again, that's 844 swat if you have any questions or comments, you can email me at brad@swatradio.com. At That's Brad SWATRadio.com. Stay tuned. Craig and I are going to jump into the text when we come back from the break.
0: If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc.,
2: Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes in studio with Craig Henderson today on SWAT Radio. Uh, SWAT uh, stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Uh, this is a daily broadcast from 3 to 4 every afternoon. And, uh, you know, we are on a number of stations, not just in the on the First Coast here in Jacksonville area, but also out in Meridian, Mississippi, and up in Virginia, Virginia Beach area. And we are glad you have tuned in. We, we've got a number of listeners around the country and even around the world who tune in online. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Doug had asked me a while back if I would take Fridays and just kind of work through a passage of Scripture. Well, it made sense that we would obviously do what we are already studying at SWAT Bible Studies, and I always say this, Craig, is, you know, this is great to tune in, whether it's a podcast we listen to, or it's radio that we listen to. And you and I both know there's some just some great teachers out there, some great oh, yeah. preachers, some great authors. I'm a I'm a junkie for books. I love to read. But there is nothing like coming together with yes. a group of men around the word of God. And uh and you know, uh, one of the things, I mean, SWAT Bible studies are are very, uh, in, uh, careful to use the word intense, they're deep. Uh, it's a deep dive into a portion of scripture, and I'm, I'm thankful that Doug uh, desires to exposit that text. Uh, we are in no rush to get through it, um, and, and quite frankly, you know, unlike a lot of, I don't want to say churches, but you know, we build a calendar that says, "Hey, we're going to go through the Book of Romans in you know 2023 or whatever." I think our Doug's approach to teaching is we're gonna we're gonna go through Acts. I have no time frame on when this will end.
1: Yeah, I think it seems like he he is inspired each week, you know, in God's Word, and you know, it varies how much it's covered, right? Yeah, absolutely. But he he is, and I'll tell you for me, because um, I'm pretty much a novice in the SWAT
0: weekly bible yes. studies
1: i mean he is the best expository um research depth context cross referencing mm-hmm. to, to take verses out of scripture out of scripture and just give them such depth and yeah. richness yeah. that i've I've never really experienced before
2: well i think it's in i'm not sure if it's in i think it's in Job where it says uh can you fathom the mysteries of God. Can you probe the limits of the Almighty?
1: Mm-hmm. To stop
2: and consider God's wonders. Yeah, He performs wonders that cannot be counted, miracles that cannot be fathomed. The reality is, God's Word. Doug and I talk about it a lot. We can't plumb the depths of this Word, and so I, I, my emphasis is on: if you are out there and you are listening to Craig and I this afternoon, and you are not in a Bible study. And, and and again, I, I, I encourage, highly encourage, in fact, uh, we've got a conference tomorrow, the Iron Sharpens Iron Conference. I'm going to be doing a breakout session on becoming a man of the Word. Well, part of becoming a man of the Word is disciplining yourself to get in the Word yourself. Yeah. Uh, my, my brother-in-law long time ago said, Brad, I don't want you to be a spoon-fed Christian. In other words, boy, it's easy to come to a swat Bible study or go to your church where you may have a great preacher, pastor— and, and I say this, and this may sound brutal, uh, if, if your only source of spiritual nourishment is at a weekly Bible study or church on Sunday, can I just say you're malnourished? You are malnourished. You need to be in the Word of God every day. Now, it doesn't mean you, it's, it's some, you know, legalistic approach. You're going to check the box, I did it today. We, we have this we have the revelation of who God is in the scriptures yeah and so I just want to encourage men if you're not in a men's study come come and join us in person and uh, you can go to SWATradio.com. you can click on the meetings tab there you'll see the various locations and times that we meet generally we have some pretty good chow by the way don't we oh yeah, yeah by the way i know you do the the thursday morning early morning yeah that's right uh, what is it jumping jacks jumping jacks house of foods howdy russell owns that business uh, yeah howdy's a longtime dear brother of mine is he open yet for business
1: He is not open for business but he does have the location that opened up just for us to meet okay so are you guys what kind of food y'all have over there uh, still doing the donuts and stuff like donuts that? fresh fruit <laughs> uh fresh coffee you know it's what you need at uh at 6 <laughs> 15 in the morning
2: exactly well well, I I know you are as you said kind of a novice in the SWAT Bible studies and you know it's just a great a great time of fellowship and so you know when Doug asked we would kind of tweak Fridays the idea was we would take the text that Doug has been teaching that Doug really taught the week before week. and then what he and I kind of dig deeper into on the radio and then Fridays would be an opportunity for you and I or whoever it is in here, to just work through the text ourselves. It's not really – we're not rehashing kind of what what Doug has taught. We're really talking about how do we apply this to our lives. And so, you know, with the time we've got left in this segment, and then we'll pick it up in uh, the second half of the program, we're going to look at Acts 21. Isn't that where we are? Yep. One Acts 21 verses 1 through 16 – I'm going to have you read it because, as I said, you've got a much better voice than me. <laughs> I'll have you read it. And then there's there's three general questions that, that, and again, this is, listen, it's not the end all for making disciples, but it is a great starting point to just say three things that I want to know as we work through this text. What what in this text just kind of comes off at you? It just it jumps off the page. It gets you to your attention, you know, where you go, wow. You know, I, you and I both <clears throat> have been walking with the Lord for years. There are plenty of passages you've probably read through dozens of times, maybe even taught on them. Oh, yeah. But if you read it today, it could, God may have something God'll new for something you. will speak something different to Exactly. You. That's exactly right. So that's the first question. What comes off at you? Mm-hmm. Number two, what does that passage say about God? As I said, the scriptures are God's revelation of himself. It's, it's his testimonies, if you will you just shared your testimony. Okay, this is yeah, God's well, testimony. It
1: is. Yeah, it's God's story through us. Exactly. Cases, right? Exactly.
2: And then thirdly, so what, you know, what is it what does it say about God? What does it say about man? Who do you identify with in that text? And then finally, which is what we always call the so what question. So what? How does that text change Craig? Yeah. How does how does that text change you as a husband, a father or grandfather? a business leader, whatever that might be. right. So if you would, do me the honor and read the text.
1: Let me start uh, chapter 21 of Acts, verse 1. And this is just as context. This is as Paul is leaving his last, uh, his speech to the uh, leaders of Ephesus mm-hmm. and heading to Jerusalem. And we, we, when we had parted from them and set sail, we came straight by a straight course to Kos, the next day to Rhodes, and from there, Patera. And having found a ship crossing to Phoenicia, we went aboard and set sail. And when we had come in sight of Cyprus, leaving it on the left, we sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to unload its cargo. And having sought out the disciples, we stayed there for seven days. And through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we departed and went on our journey. And they all, with wives and children, accompanied us until we were outside the city. And kneeling down on the beach, we prayed and said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship, and they returned home. Verse 7. When we had finished our voyage to Tyre, we arrived in Temeleus, and were greeted by the brothers, and stayed with them one day. And on the next day departed and came to Caesarea, and entered the house of Philip the Evangelist, who was one of the seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. When we were staying there, when we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea, and coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is how the Jew, Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and all the people there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing weeping? And breaking my heart, for I am not only to be imprisoned, not only ready to be imprisoned, for doing not only ready to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since he would not be persuaded, we ceased and said, Let the will of the Lord be done. And after these days we got ready and went up to Jerusalem, and some of the disciples from Caesarea went with us bringing us to the house of Nason, of of Cyprus, an early disciple with whom we should lodge. This is the word of the God.
2: Amen. Amen. What a a great passage. And, uh, you know, as as we read through that text, as I'm reading through that text, even with a younger believer, I, I sometimes just say, hey, what is on, you know, you and I have been walking with the Lord for a long time. We could really dig deep into this. So I have no doubt we could spend a lot of time kind of pulling the threads out of each and every little uh, word that is mentioned here. But so oftentimes, as I said before, when, when, when we are called to go make disciples, we you don't need a seminary degree to do that. I, I'm always no, amazed at how simple the Word of God is. And I don't mean that it's easy necessarily to, to get it sometimes, but listen, I believe the spirit that dwells in us will illuminate that text for us.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's, you know, there's so much actually that I think, I I think, um, I got to have a book I think that that Doug gave me that talks about really understanding scripture a little bit in the context of the culture Mm -hmm. and the way it was written. And how, you know, the Jews looked at the Bible both literally as well as then what the, uh, as you dig into it, the word the meaning that comes out of that. yeah. And yeah. then the figurative meaning of, of that word. And then what the word means also in the context of the culture at the time. Exactly. There's like four meanings. The who, here.
2: what, why, when, where. Yes. What's What's really going on in this passage? Exactly. And I appreciate you even mentioning kind of the, the preface to this particular chapter. But when we come back from the break, Craig and I will jump into these kind of three questions that uh, we really want to challenge uh, you as you uh, as you listen to us today. If you want to call in, 844-777-7928 is the number. That's 844 844- 777 777 SWAT Uh, you can go to SWATradio.com listen uh, there you can also go to our Facebook page and Twitter page uh, thanks to James Grimm up there and uh, he is such a great help to us we're glad you tuned in join us after the break Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Whenever uh, Crowder's on, I just want to let him sing. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you know, so, that is so true. I don't know if the first time I ever heard David Crowder. I mean, it was years ago, um, he was uh, he he was uh, he led worship at a church in Waco. That ba- on uh, basically a church that was kind of around Baylor. Baylor, yeah. And my uh, my nephew uh, led worship with him, uh, but. Yeah, you, know, you talk, it's kind of neat when you get a guy like David Crowder, which at that time, I didn't really know who he was. Didn't realize how, you know, how well-known he was carefully use the word famous, but uh, just how well-known he is. And I remember hearing, thinking, told my wife, he doesn't really have that great of a voice, but man, the words are just so good.
1: That's when the Holy Spirit's working through oh, is isn't my it? Oh gosh. It's
2: so his, his, uh, his red letter additions are phenomenal, but anyway. You wouldn't want me to sing to that. <clears> that scare, scare you all off. But uh, hey, welcome to SWAT. Uh, we're glad you've tuned in today. We do want to invite you to call us today. 844 777 7928 is the number 844 777 SWAT. And uh, uh, Craig Henderson and I uh, are in studio this afternoon. And we're just, as uh, you just probably tuned in and listened, we were just working through Acts 21 verses 1 through 16. And we're going to really kind of unpack this really in a personal way. It is you know, I think so much of discipleship. You know, Jesus said in Acts and excuse me, in Matthew 28, 19 and 20. In fact, 18, 19, and 20, he says, he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And then what a great promise that is. And then he gives the command. And then he backs it up with another promise. So here the promise is. Hey, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now, Craig, Brad, Jeremy, go make disciples. Yeah. And he says, teaching them to observe. It's a really key little tie of words there together. Because in our culture, we can embrace the teaching. We don't embrace the observance aspect.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't mean learn or read.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It means, you know, when Jesus said to his disciples in the boat, He said, "Come, follow me." Okay, that's a pretty simple statement. What? Who's following you? You know, and, and you know, my passion, your 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 desire as well, is to be obedient to the command that He that Jesus gave. Go make disciples, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded. And then He gives this promise. He says, "And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age."
1: you're never alone yeah
2: you you think discipleship's hard it is especially on your own yeah but when you know that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to christ
1: you're not alone
2: you're not alone because he tells you i'm you're not alone i'm with you and so as we make disciples my goal is to see how god's word i mean you and i even on a break here we're 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 getting excited just talking about the word because the word is living it's active Mm-hmm. Hebrews yeah, says actually. it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing. Listen, this, soul mm-hmm. and spirit, joint and marrow. marrow. Now yeah. I don't know. I haven't had knee surgery yet. Have you? No, I've not. Okay, yeah. so, thank goodness. You think? of I know guys <laughs> who have, Doug has. You know, when you, 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 you if hip replacement, knee surgery, those joints are really tight little spaces. And think about it. the word of God is active and living. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. And it is meant to get into those little, small crevices of your life and into those little areas of your heart that you've yet to fully surrender. That's right. And so as I make disciples under God's authority and with his power and his word, I like to hear how God is working, how God's word is getting into those crevices of your life. But let's start with the first question, and that is in that text, and I know know you covered a lot of ground, 16 verses. What's this is kind of one thing that kind of comes off at you in there?
1: You know, actually, for me, it was in uh, verse 13. And so in verse 12, it says, when we heard this, we and the people urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Now, we that's Paul, all the seven elders that were traveling with him. Um, and then he said, after they asked him not to, Paul replies with, what are you doing? Weeping and breaking my heart. Uh, for I am ready not only to be imp- imprisoned, even up to even, but even to death in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, for part of me was the compassion that Paul had mm-hmm. for the concerns of his brothers, mm-hmm. but also knowing the call that he was uh, immovable from, yeah. or, uh, or, uh, or you know, tethered to, yeah. unwavering. I guess unwavering mm-hmm. is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Unwavering for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't a, a be off with you, you're crazy, but he was compassionate for them, realizing how they how they were feeling, the, the, the pain in their hearts, but he wasn't letting that um, move him away from, mm-hmm. that, that unwavering commitment.
2: Yeah. I, whenever I see, well, I actually <clears throat> um, highlighted that same section, uh, verse 13 <laughs> yeah. through. Well, thirteen and fourteen is, yeah, and I, that aspect. I love to see Paul, and you see it from time to time in Acts, where you see the the. I don't want to say the humanity, but it is—it's the humanness of Paul. He is human. He's a yeah, man. Yeah, and and we tend to view Paul as this hardcore, you know, just this. I don't know. I I mentioned this maybe to Doug earlier in the week or David last week is, you know, I think what overwhelms me about Paul and and what it says about God is that Paul is that God can take a Saul and make him a Paul.
1: Yeah, that's that's really true.
2: Now, a lot of what you see in Paul, even right there, is what you saw in Saul before his conversion. Oh, yeah. This just determined man.
1: Deep conviction.
2: Deep. And, and to your point, exactly. He is deeply rooted in the call of his life. And I mean, it. It honestly, it's convicting for me mm-hmm. because oftentimes I think of where, and James, you know, we're tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And I don't mean theologically between you and I, but boy, there are so many things that can blow us off course. I,
1: we, we talked about who watches news and not. I mean, yeah. I found that was a okay. case. I was getting blown off course sometimes yeah. by yeah. too much yeah. cultural input, I'll, oh. I'll say.
2: Well, and it just the, this aspect of him weeping. Yeah. What is he weeping about? Well, probably if you've ever. I, I'm thinking of times when I was, when my kids were younger and I was leaving the house, they would cling to my leg. Yeah. Yeah, don't
0: go. Don't go, daddy. Yeah.
2: You know, As if I was going off to battle, you know, but the reality is they would oftentimes make me cry because I didn't want to leave them. And that's kind of this, this humanity of Paul is this, he's touched, he's touched by their love for him. He loves them, but that even that is not going to deter him. Right. And that that was exactly my
1: thought is that the humanness, the deep compassion, but the unwavering commitment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh I I was thinking back, even I think back in 20, where it says uh, that he was bound by the spirit. Paul is bound by the spirit. He is going, he is running the course that's been laid out before him. He's not going to be distracted. No. And, uh, and, and then there it says, he says, I'm ready. I'm ready to be imprisoned and even die. For the cause of Christ,
1: yeah, I think it strikes me how he he's living in the moment for where he is, with with all the emotions and and relationships that he has, but not missing the greater plan that mm-hmm. God is that, that he is part of and yeah. for God,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And and that's, sometimes that's hard, you know. You think you've got I've got this mission, you know. I'm going to go yeah. do this, and sort of everything I sort you kind of gets pushed away, oh, yeah. you know, or yeah. I I, I to sit, to, you know. I just diso- dis- dis- whatever, uh, disperse it. Yeah. Let it put yeah, it away. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're interfering with God's plan right now. You <laughs> exactly. Know? And yet, He's loving. He's caring. He's mm-hmm. in the moment mm-hmm. where God's put him.
2: Well, I, I just the conviction for me, in you know what what comes off is this. And you 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 brought it up. It's this. He is uh, he is determined to run the course mm-hmm. that has been set out for him he knows what lies ahead i mean he, he he not only knew what lied ahead they're now confirming what lies ahead and that is this idea that they've strapped his hands and feet you yeah, know that, with a belt that example. that's a pretty good illustration yeah. uh, you know <laughs> my kids didn't do that to me but but this illustration that he is bound that this is what's going to happen it's to you. It's a prophecy Paul.
1: that's fulfilled later in this chapter. Absolutely <laughs> it is. A matter of fact. And
2: uh and and it says in verse 14 and since he would not be persuaded. Yeah. We ceased and said, "Let the will of the Lord be done."
1: Yeah, and I think it's you know that that speaks to how that compassion side that because he cared for them and they understood he wasn't just blowing them off. Yeah. You know, get away from me. Forget it. You're wrong. You know, crazy idea. I know what I'm doing kind of thing that they realize that this that's the demonstrate, the observance of God working. Exactly.
2: Here's the reality. And Doug had to deal with this this past week at the loss of his mother. There's going to be separation in life. Uh, One day we're going to we're going to enter the glories of heaven and we're going to leave people behind or people are going to leave us behind. Yeah. and and the reality is it's pain there's there's grief there's suffering but we don't grieve as ones without hope yeah you know we there's a hope because we will be united with those who love christ and and all the more determined to to proclaim the gospel
1: yeah and that's where for those people you know that we see that happens to it's really it's like cheering them on yeah, yeah. you know that, yeah. that this is this is where this is where we all want to be someday exactly. as the believers
0: exactly
2: for sure. well yeah. we we have that to uh, look forward to. Obviously, Paul has that in mind. That's right. Yes, there's, a, there's separation. There's grieving. There's the struggle of separation. But we are not to be pulled or led off stray. Paul is, is keeping the course. But I think that's what stands off at the page to me. And we're going to take a, a break. Uh, we're already almost done with our program for the day. We, we've got one more segment. But when we come back from the break, we're going to jump into the more personal application in our right. lives. So number one, or maybe the second question is, what does this say about God? Mm-hmm. You know, and then ultimately, how does this change the way we live? Yeah. So we're gl- yeah, uh, we're glad you've joined us uh, at SWAT Radio. If you want to call in, lines are open. Jeremy will take your call and kind of hand them to us 844-777-7928. That's the number, eight four four seven 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 swat If you have a question or a comment, email me at brad at swatradio.com. If you want to join in the SWAT Bible studies, go to swatradio.com. Click on the meetings tab and see where we meet and gather. We'd love to have you in person. Join us after the break. We'll be right back.
0: This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week.
2: parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com.
0: They say sometimes you win some,
2: sometimes you lose some.
0: And right now, right now, I'm losing back. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken...
1: We're
2: on. Yeah. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. We're glad you've tuned in. I'm I'm having more fun than I... I wouldn't say I'm having more fun than normal, but I'm having a good time. (laughs) And uh, see, this is, you know, this is what happens when... Listen, I was telling Beverly downstairs as I came into the studio, as it, or as I came into the building. I there's a great little coffee bar there, and I'm sure Jeremy's very familiar with that coffee bar. But for for six years, I've come in and grabbed coffee, <clears throat> and I have struggled over the years with my vocals. Uh, in fact, you know, when uh, Brian Doyle, by the way, if you are not aware there is an amazing conference going on in jacksonville tomorrow all day tomorrow from i think eight thirty to 5 yes at mandarin presbyterian church on loretta road 2501 you, i was loretta gonna say road. you know the address yep. you, you attend that church and uh brian doyle from who's the founder of iron sharpens iron who actually lives in jacksonville now he's been my guest a number of times here in the studio uh, this conference is uh It's going to be a gathering of a few hundred men. Mm -hmm. We're going to be worshiping the Lord. We're going to be studying His Word. We're going to to just have a great time, and I am super excited about that. And uh, so if you're not aware of it, go to ironsharpensiron.net. You can register. Uh, You can probably, I don't know, Brian will kill me for saying this, you can probably show up tomorrow and just come join us. Um, Tickets are minimal price and Food's gonna be served. I think we're having that's a Chick Fil A. Absolutely. And uh, so I, anyway, I don't know how I got led on that journey, but uh, that that's what's going on tomorrow. Come join us. It's going to be a great time. But uh, I was I was uh, just I think I was mentioning I'm having such a good time. And when I make when I spend time grabbing coffee with people, so that's where I was. Yeah, my wife says, squirrel, you, you just go all over the place. <laughs> uh, I, I have been coming into the studio for six years and having coffee. And uh, I was telling Brian, because I'm going to do a breakout session tomorrow, and I had asked Brian, I said, yeah, I've done these sessions before in other cities, but uh, how long do I have to talk for? He goes, well, it's 75 minutes. And I'm thinking, my voice can't hold up for more than about 40, 45 minutes. So anyway, I got a good tip from my daughter, who's a vocalist, a singer. She said, Dad, stop drinking coffee and start drinking tea. Are you a coffee guy or are you tea
1: uh, I'm a coffee guy. Are I've you? tried to go for yeah. tea, but I don't have to worry. about I'm not doing talking like you are. Well,
2: were. yeah, well, I'm not either. But I, I've, I've started to really love tea. And uh, so I don't know why I brought that up. Anyway, I was, I think I was leading to the point that when I go meet guys, I usually do that with a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, I've started doing that with tea. But I love doing it because I love to hear what God is, how God is speaking to you through His text. Yeah, and and just for those listening, that's how He speaks to us. He does. He, I've never had any dreams. I, I mean, I'm not saying He can't do that, but He primarily speaks to us through His Word. And I love just the fact that you, how you answered that question. What is it that comes off at you? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> but thank this, you. The second point is what what is. What is this text that you've read? What does it say about God? What is it or what does it say about man?
1: Well, I think for me, as I listen to this, I mean, one thing is God's will is always done. No matter what, I mean, God's will is always done. And and people's view of God's will is not necessarily accurate. Amen. Those were those are sort of yeah. my two takeaways <laughs> thinking about it. I mean, you know, and, and I don't think that the that Luke and the seven there were anyway not sincere, not caring, you know. But but, and I think for us to realize that 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 one is that you know, people all look at that and they've got we have our own perspectives and views mm-hmm. on what what God's will for we right. how we see it. But that right. that's not God's call to each individual right. person. There right. you we're unique, <clears throat> and part of God's plan is going to involve all of us differently. Yeah.
2: That's a great point you make there in light of the fact that these seven are trying to persuade Paul. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't go there. <clears throat> Paul is, you know, he's not wavered. No. Now, he, it says he's weeping. Well, he's not weeping because he really wants to stay back. Paul wants to do the will of God. And uh, I, I was reminded of a time when Doug and I uh, were over in the Philippines and there was an area the time we were there that they highly suggested we not go there. <clears throat> and uh, I remember talking, uh, Doug and I having some conversation with some other guys about the fact that we've come halfway around the world, yeah, to to share the gospel. God's got this, yeah. <clears throat> you, you know, and I'm not trying to say, hey, throw caution to the wind. I do think God brings highlights certain things that we need to really pray about yes and seek his wisdom and his guidance and discernment and and, and we should have some other men around us paul is on mission man this guy <clears throat> and that's you know to me I, great great point that god's will is going to be done that's right I, I, I say this often uh in my disobedience that even in my disobedience god's going to raise up somebody that's going to be obedient. That's right. You yeah. know, uh, Because so often we say we think, well, if I'm not obedient, God's will doesn't get done. <clears throat> no, that's not true. Now, y- you think about the blessing we have in the obedience. <clears throat> Psalm 1 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Yeah, He'll be like a tree firmly planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in its season. And it's with it's, it's, you know, it doesn't wither. Yeah. And and this idea that we are to be obedient to what God has called us to to do. That's right. And, and, and we, as a result, will be blessed for it. And, you know, Paul, there's great blessing in Paul's life.
1: Yes. I mean, he is clearly, I mean, you know, here we are 2000 years later Talking about his, the, what we observe in his life yeah. and the statutes, <clears throat> yeah. that just like Jesus said, observe all that I all my all that I have taught you. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're yeah. observing it lived out yeah. in Paul Amen. and modeling it <clears throat> yeah. for us today, yeah. and you know, convicting us.
2: That's why Paul can say, "Hey, follow me," as I follow Christ. We've been talking right. a lot about that. at SWAT, just the, mm-hmm. the we've been in a sense elevating Paul. Um, but not necessarily in Paul. Human form. Yeah, it's just like it, yeah, somebody that you see that you. It, I, exactly. I was in a small
1: group um, <clears throat> uh, this last week, and a guy got up on a Tuesday in a small group and pointed across to a guy who is a more mature believer, and he says, "I'm, I'm the i I'm going to tell everybody here. I do I know I fall short. I want what you have." Yeah. Amen. And it wasn't Amen. that I want to be like that guy. Yeah. I want the spirit of God yeah. in me. Yeah. Like I see oh, the man. spirit of God in you. It oh was man, such a powerful story.
2: Well, come join my breakout session. I'm going to talk a lot about that tomorrow. Just the, the, the men that have impacted Paul. Yeah. The men that have impacted us. So let me ask you, cause we're wrapping up our time. How does this just personally, how does it change your life?
1: Well, I think, you know, I was thinking about this, and I, I told you about a, a podcast I listened to that uh, was by the son of Henry Blackaby, but mm-hmm. one of the things he said, and, and this really speaks to me in the midst of this text, is God is always up to something, and my role is to look for what God is doing and be part of it. Hmm. Not not me asking God, <clears throat> okay, God, what's, what's your will for me? It's to look what God's doing hmm. and join in and be part of it. Hmm. So that was that's a little bit of my takeaway because, yeah, yeah. matter of fact, as these guys they said at the very you know, in that in that verse fourteen, and since he would not be persuaded, we ceased and said, "Let the will of the Lord Jesus be done."
2: Amen. Amen. You know how it impacted me. I, I may have shared this. Well, I'm, I probably have shared this on the air. Um, one of the things. I mean, here you've got this group, that's trying to persuade Paul. Paul. Is not persuaded, uh, so much so that he says, "I'm ready. Uh, yeah. I, I'm ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus." And I think, well, that's that's great. And boy, wouldn't it be great to say that? Now I could say it, but I have to be honest in my heart, and I think a lot of it's because of the comforts of our world that we live in. Man, I don't want to suffer. I don't want to be imprisoned. I don't want to die for the cause of Christ. And I was reminded of a book that I this first book I read of the year and it's by uh, it's by a guy, it's by an old preacher, Jeremiah Burroughs. It's on Philippians 4:11. And it's uh, it, it, Jeremiah Burroughs was a preacher in the 1600s in the, in London. And the book is called The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment. And one of the things Craig, I discovered as I was reading through this book with my wife, is what a grumbler I am. What a, what a listen! I let a guy who cuts me off on the freeway destroy my day. Sometimes, not well. I should say I'm a little more mature than that. It can destroy my next 15 minutes. There are things that are going to happen in life that are going to deter you, that are going to distract you right. from what God has for you. And I can grumble and complain, but to your point, God's will is going to be done. And either I'm going to embrace what God has for me today or this hour or this minute, or I'm not. And to me, I was reminded in this text that I need to embrace what God has for me, what God's will is for me. And it may be death. It may be suffering. It may be imprisonment. It may not be. But are you willing to embrace that? and that's the question for me that's the so what okay how does this change the way i live Mm -hmm. i need to be i need to stop grumbling and complaining and be more embracing and willing to do his will
1: yeah because that's actually one of the points Doug talked about doug talked about last week is that fully surrender fully fully yeah Yeah. no matter the
2: consequences yeah that's a tough word being fully surrendered it is is a just do a little study on that yeah (laughs) Craig, enjoyed the heck out of this. This Uh, was awesome.
1: Well, I hope everybody has a great Friday evening. And uh, Saturday, if you're available, Iron Sharpens
2: Iron is one of the best days. I'm involved with each It's awesome. So good. So good. Glad you joined us here at SWAT. Go to SWATradio.com. You can listen to all the past broadcasts there. If you haven't downloaded the app, you can do that there. And again, you can listen to all these broadcasts for the last six years. You can just load yourself up. Lots of podcasts there. Anyway, good to be with you, Craig. Jeremy, thank you, brother. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Thank you, Brian.